Hello everyone, hope you all been well. Today at Ghost Travelers Podcast, we will be talking with Meredith Merle. She is the owner and operator of Shepherdstown and Sharpsburg Ghost Tours. We'll be talking to her about how she started her ghost tour business and her own personal experience of the paranormal field. Also, we'll be talking about the history and the hauntings of Shepherdstown and Sharpsburg. So please join us on this journey while we talk to Meredith. Hope you all enjoy this episode. Meredith, welcome to Ghost Travelers Podcast. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And thank you for coming on Ghost Travelers Podcast. Absolutely. My pleasure. Um, if you could, can you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got into the paranormal field? Well, um, I've lived in the Sharpsburg, Maryland area and Shepherdstown, West Virginia area uh, since 1983. I, I attended Shepherd College, and that's when I had my first experience, a paranormal experience. And then over the years, I have just been having more and more experiences and uh, people start telling me their experiences uh, just to to help us all feel somewhat sane. <laughs> so when was it that, what kind of experiences have you had at the college? Uh, I was living in one of the dormitories with my two roommates and we uh, had a radio station actually the radio turned, the dial turned and uh, landed on a different radio station. Um, And the little red bar that indicates the radio station had moved about an inch. And that, that was our first experience in that dorm. So after that personal experience that you and your friend experienced, um, did you, did that kind of draw to the paranormal field? Um, I wouldn't say I was drawn to the paranormal field until I started living in Sharpsburg, um, Maryland, uh, which is home of the Battle of Antietam, if if you know your Civil War history. And I was living in a farmhouse built in 1833, and then I started having experiences in that house. And that is probably what started drawing me to the paranormal field. Now, have you uh, got any kind of answers why that spirit was in your farmhouse or any kind like that? Um, yes, I have a friend who is a psychic medium, and uh, I invited her and a, um, a paranormal investigation group uh, to to the farmhouse when I was living there, and we discovered that there's several spirits that live there, um, or kind of come and go <laughs> from there and hang out occasionally. And they had lived they had lived in the house. Some of them had lived in the house. Oh, okay. So who do you believe some of those spirits were? Do you believe it was like the original owner that built the farmhouse? Well, um, it's quite possible, but I actually feel that uh, one is a child that is buried there somewhere on the farm. Um, I have heard this child, um, this disembodied voice um, in the house um, saying, Mama, I'm hungry. And so I feel like 
that this child is one of the first children that lived in the home um, in the you know early 1800s. And I think another spirit that lives there is um, Captain Bender. Uh, Captain Bender is a um, well-known CNO Canal boat captain who happens to be related to my daughter, um, my ex-husband, and that was his farmhouse, uh, my ex-husband's farmhouse, uh, where I had these experiences. And Captain Bender told the psychic medium that he visits the house because he enjoys, he was friends with um, the family that lived there, and he would go there to play music. Since uh, Captain Bender was related to your family, your your daughter's side of the family from your ex-husband, has she experienced any paranormal happenings with the with her relative that was haunting the home? Uh. Yes. Um, when when she was a child and I was living in the home with her, um, she actually, well, she saw our late dog, our dog that passed away. Um, and, and I believe that she would talk to someone who I happen to think is her great-grandmother, um, my ex-husband's grandmother. Uh, I, I would hear her talking to someone um, when I wasn't in the room and she wasn't really talking to herself, she was answering questions. Um, and one night we came home, uh, my daughter and I came home, uh, and it was the day after, it was the 4th of July actually, I remember it was the uh, 4th of July, and we came home, and nobody else was home, and we walked into the foyer and we heard music. And at first I thought maybe we left a radio on in the house, um, but we didn't. And there was a, a boom box in the, in the foyer that wasn't plugged in. And I think it was coming from there, but Bella, my daughter, thought it was coming from the parlor, which is where Captain, Captain Bender would like to hang out and visit with, I guess, um, friends and family, <laughs> and uh, she was only three or four at the time, and she was petrified, actually, and so she she begged me to take her take her to her grandma's house, <laughs> so we left the house, and uh, um, my ex-husband investigated the house, and there was no radios on, um, but we heard clear as a bell music playing. Oh, wow, I bet that was kind of like this, something kind of like uh a scary moment, but also exciting moment about experiencing the paranormal, I guess. Yes, yes, it was, it was very interesting. Uh, scary at the same time, but uh, it's always interesting, especially after the fact. And there was one other occasion where we, when we were doing the investigation with the different paranormal hunting equipment, we heard a pan flute. Um, and a pan flute was used, being used to answer yes and no questions. Oh, wow. For somebody who doesn't know what a pan flute is, can you kind of explain it to my listeners and kind of myself what it, that tool is? Yes. Um, it is a little flute, if you know what a flute is. Um, it's mm -hmm. short. Um, uh, it's 
something like the Pied Piper would use, uh, just a little short flute to uh, to call, I believe it was used to call the, the sheep or the dogs um, that were herding the sheep. Um, and it has a little high, it's a high-pitched flute. Oh, okay. So what were you doing like a, like two blows for yes and like in one and one blow for no sort of communication? Yeah. Yep, something like that. Oh, very cool. So do you, is that how still I'm guessing still in the family? Yes, and it's been in uh, my ex-husband's family for over 100 years and uh, he still lives there with his, with his wife and um, children. So have you uh, contact you and saying that we still have paranormal claims still happening to this day? Um, no, but my daughter does. Uh, she's she's now 16, and uh, when she goes to visit her, her father, uh, she, she feels the presence of the child. It's almost as if they have grown up together, and uh, we call him Elijah. Oh, very cool. I'm guessing that's um, kind of like in comfort uh, spirit that she knows at the house that she basically grew up with it. Yes, yes. So you own uh, a ghost tour company uh, in uh, Shepherdstown and uh, Sharpsburg. Can you tell us a little bit about your ghost tours? Yes, uh, I own Shepherdstown Ghost Tours and Sharpsburg Ghost Tours. Uh, those are their official names, and they are candlelit walking town, uh, uh, walking tours through town, um, and it's history of the town and it's true ghost stories and um, a little bit of folklore and a lot of it is my own experiences or stories that have been told to me over the years. Oh, very cool. And can you tell us, like, the process on how you get your stories and kind of doing your research for, uh, to tell the stories on your tour, if it's not your own personal stories? Uh, yes, I actually, when I started doing research, I basically just put it out there on Facebook. Uh, I started with Sharpsburg Ghost Tours in 2008, and I just put it out there on Facebook as does anyone have any ghost stories to tell? And I, I got a handful of them, and I asked for their address so that I could kind of include it on the on the tour. And then I had an experience in Sharpsburg, uh, and that led me to having more experiences and people just starting to tell me their stories that that they had. Um, and Shepherdstown Ghost Tours is the same way. I started that in uh, 2013, and I told my own stories that I had had. Um, I lived in Shepherd, Shepherdstown for a while um, after I graduated, and I owned a business in Shepherdstown. So I've had many experiences in Shepherdstown as well. Um, and then I just put it out there on Facebook asking for experiences. <laughs> Very cool. And if you could, can you tell us a little bit of history about uh, Shepherdstown itself? I kind of know that Shepherdstown is like one of the oldest uh, towns in West Virginia, but can you give us a little bit more uh, history for somebody on my listener's sides don't know uh, the town of Shepherdstown? Sure. Uh, Shepherdstown. 
Georgetown, West Virginia was uh, originally named Mecklenburg, uh, Virginia. Of course, it was Virginia before the uh, Civil War. And after the founder of Shepherdstown, Thomas Shepard, passed away, they decided, the townspeople decided to name it after him. That's why it's called Shepherdstown. And it was incorporated in 1762, but of course it was settled in the early 1700s. Oh, very cool. And you mentioned that was uh, part of the Civil War era. And when did uh, uh, West Virginia separate it from Virginia? Well, it would have been right after the Civil War. Um, I don't know the exact date off the top of my head, although I do talk about it during the tour. I apologize for that. Um, but Shepherdstown, West Virginia, is right across the river, the Potomac River, uh, from Sharpsburg, Maryland. And Sharpsburg is the home of the Battle of Antietam, which is the bloodiest day in the Civil War. And that's because close to 24,000 men were lost in one day. They were either mortally wounded, missing in action, or killed instantly. And both towns, Sharpsburg and Shepherdstown, were were inundated with injured soldiers. And every house, every barn, every church was used as a hospital or an operating room. And then two days later in Shepherdstown on September 19th, 1862, was the Battle of Shepherdstown. And it was two miles outside of town, of, of Shepherdstown. And 9,000 more casualties were, were added to that mix. Wow, I'm guessing that was the most bloodiest battle of that day. Um, so when, it was, when they were uh, taking care of the men, uh, what, what side were they taking care of? Was it the Union or the Confederacy or both? It, it was both. Um, unfortunately, many of the Confederate soldiers did not have proper burials, and they were buried in mass graves. Uh, but it was really both. Uh, it was so hard to tell um, who, you know, who was who, and each town took care of humans, basically. Uh, they were just taking care of soldiers, and, um, you know, the nurses that traveled with the battles, uh, you know, from town to town, battle to battle, they weren't nurses. They were mothers and daughters and sisters and wives just traveling battle to battle to take care of the wounded. And then each town had its own set of uh, nurses, if you will. Yeah, I guess at that time of need and help, I guess they put all their differences aside and came as one unit to take care of those people, eh? Yes, yes, very much so. And um, uh, sadly, the, the Union soldiers did get more preferential treatment. Uh, the Union troops were occupying Shepherdstown at the time and, uh, and Sharpsburg. So they, they did get more preferential treatment, but there's just so many that uh, the nurses and the townspeople took care of whatever they came across. So after all that uh, wartime, 
through your research, which town do you believe is the most haunted uh, town through your tours? Is it Sharpsburg or Shepherdstown? Well, honestly, I feel like Sharpsburg is the most haunted uh, town, in my opinion, because I've ha I have seen so many apparitions of soldiers in Sharpsburg and had my own experiences um, in Sharpsburg um, and, and outside of town in Keatesville. Um, but but Shepherdstown is just as haunted also uh, for the same reasons. Uh, there was just so many souls lost that day, uh, you know, in 1862, that it is just... Uh, phenomenal how many spirits there are yeah most definitely so on your tour throughout the stories and your own personal experiences can you tell us um from each each one of the towns can you tell us your most favorite uh ghost story that you gathered uh throughout the years that it's either from you or from your guest um yes uh my favorite story in sharpsburg would be uh, several of my own experiences where I saw soldiers walking down the street. Uh, but my favorite story is was told to me by AAA Magazine, and it occurred in the Jacob Rohrbach Inn, which is a bed and breakfast in Sharpsburg, and uh, it has to do with Civil War doctors. Uh, that That's probably my favorite story. And for Sharpsburg. And in Shepherdstown, I have several favorite stories, um, but I think the most haunted building in Shepherdstown is the Cobbler's House um, and also the Mecklenburg Chapel's graveyard. Uh, it's very active with, um, it seems like paranormal uh, activity with orbs and flares and mists and things like that. Uh, but the cobbler's house, uh, we have seen the apparition of the cobbler himself. Um, and my favorite story in Shepherdstown has to do with the Confederate flag. Um, and that was told to me, um, gosh, it's been so long now, I don't recall the gentleman's name that told me this story. Uh, but it, it took place in the 1940s where four, four people, uh, two couples, saw the same apparition of a woman um, gliding through their house. Oh, wow. That's a, I bet that would have been a, an awesome personal experience. Yes, yes, yes. I wish uh, I could have had such an experience, but that was the one and only time that she had been seen um, and heard, actually. They heard her um, talking also. So how often do you guys do your ghost tours? Is it uh, seasonal, like when it's Halloween season you guys do it, or is it all year round? We do our ghost tours all year long, um, all year long by appointment and um, or reservation. And then summertime, September and October, we typically do tours every Friday and Saturday night. And... In the month of October, we do tours just about every night, and you can you can book a tour on our Facebook page under "Contact Us" on Shepherdstown Ghost Tours or Sharpsburg Ghost Tours. 
if you could, can you give us like a little taste of uh, where you guys will be bringing your guests through around uh, Shepherdstown or through Sharpsburg? Yes. Uh, in Shepherdstown, we meet in front of the Mecklenburg Inn. It's a pub on um, East German Street, and it's on the tour. And we stop, we start there, and we end across the street at Lila's, uh, which is a restaurant. And we go through uh, to a graveyard. We go to the cobbler's house. We go on campus, uh, a little bit on campus, to hear uh, the dormitory stories that I have. And um, uh, we stop at the bakery, uh, in front of the bakery. Um, and we, we stop in front of the Entler Tavern and the Entler Hotel. and. We end at Lila's, like I mentioned. And then Sharpsburg, we meet in front of the old funeral home, uh, which is also uh, Jefferson Security Bank. Um, it's 101 West Main Street. And from there, we, we go to several graveyards, and uh, we stop in front of some churches and uh, basically some houses uh, that are... on. Um, haunted and on the tour um and we end at captain bender's tavern well very nice um i would like to say thank you so much for coming on ghost travelers podcast today for people who would like to reach out to you for um booking a tour for shepherdstown or sharpsburg um, do you have a website or a facebook page that somebody can reach out and book your tours we do have a Facebook page. I have uh, one website uh, being created literally as we speak, uh, but our Facebook pages are Shepherdstown Ghost Tours and um, also a separate Facebook page for Sharpsburg Ghost Tours. And on those Facebook pages, if you click on Contact Us, you can see we offer private tours, storytelling, and then also our regular public tours put all those links in the description for my listeners or new listeners uh, can find those uh, links and go to your sites a lot more easier for you. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, Meredith, I'd like to say thank you again for coming on Ghost Travelers Podcast today. Thank you for listening. This is your host, PJ, and take care and travel safe. I would like to say thank you to Meredith for coming on Ghost Travelers Podcast today. If you'd like to know more about her and her tours, please head over to their Facebook page at Shepherdstown Ghost Tours. I will put the two tours in the links in the bottom of the description of this episode. If you like this episode of Ghost Travelers Podcast, please give it a positive rating and leave a comment down below and tell us how we did. And also, please consider on hitting that subscribe button for new episodes on Fridays. Saturdays for you don't miss a new episode. Thank you for listening. This is your host PJ for Ghost Travelers Podcast. Take care and travel safe.